Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, October 4th. Republicans are scrambling to prop up and shore up Herschel Walker after he faces a bombshell allegation, one that he denies. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you know that there are a handful of Senate races that will determine control of the United States Senate. Now, when you're dealing with the 50-50 Senate, literally every race could be the one that determines control. So it's a pretty easy thing to say. But it really does seem that we are looking now at a universe of three states and how they come out probably will be the key to which party controls the Senate. Pennsylvania, that critical contest there, Nevada, most vulnerable incumbent Democrat, Catherine Cortez Masto, trying to battle her way to reelection, and Georgia, where Herschel Walker, former football player, Trump-endorsed candidate, running with the backing of the Republican establishment as well, is trying to defeat the incumbent Democrat, Raphael Warnock. Well, this race just had a massive jolt applied to it. Herschel Walker is now denying a new report from the Daily Beast that he paid for his then-girlfriend to have an abortion 13 years ago after they reportedly conceived a child while they were dating. He didn't just deny a piece of this. He issued a total denial. He called the story a flat-out lie, and then he went on Fox News to continue his denial. This is a flat-out lie. And uh, and now you know how important this seat is. This seat is very important that they'll do anything to win this seat, lie, because they want to make it by everything else except what the true problems that we have in this country is. This inflation, the border wide open, crime. Now, in Walker's initial statement on Twitter last night, he said that he has plans to sue the Daily Beast for what he called a, quote, defamatory lie as of the recording of this podcast at about 2.45 in the afternoon on Tuesday. We have not yet seen that a lawsuit come to fruition. Now, it was pretty clear early on that Herschel Walker was not the number one choice to be the Republican nominee for Mitch McConnell. Sort of the establishment Republicans were a little concerned about a lot of the baggage in his past, stuff that he's talked about, mental health challenges and tendencies towards violence at times. This is stuff Herschel Walker has attempted to address in this campaign. But Donald Trump did back Herschel Walker early on. He recruited him into the race and did so, obviously, with a promise of his support. And it was pretty clear that Republicans in Georgia were going to rally around him and Mitch McConnell got in line. So this is one where McConnell and Trump were aligned through much of the primary season and now have the joint mission of wanting to get Herschel Walker across the finish line here in hopes of building a Republican majority in the Senate. Now, this story from the Daily Beast, which CNN has not independently corroborated, but in the Daily Beast report, you do see some pieces of evidence. So the Daily Beast did not identify the woman out of privacy concerns, but she reportedly provided support for her claims, one with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic. 
There was a bank deposit receipt that showed an image of a signed check for $700 from Herschel Walker and a get well card that she claimed was from him and appears to have Walker's signature on the card. In fact, Sean Hannity on Fox News asked Walker about the card and the personal check from him. Here's what he had to say. I sent out so many get well, uh, send out so much of anything, but I can tell you right now, I never ask anyone to get an abortion. I never pay for an abortion. I give money to people all the time because I'm always helping people. But here's why this story can be so problematic. One, it seems at odds with his stance on abortion as a policy issue. WGXA was there when Walker was asked about supporting a more total ban on abortion with few exceptions in the state of Georgia. This is what Walker said to WGXA in May. I believe in life. You never know what a child is going to become. And you know, I've, I've seen some people that, that have uh, they've had some tough times. I always said, no matter what, tough times make tough people. So and no exceptions. No for- exceptions. So that's one piece of the problem. The second problem comes from his son, Christian Walker who is a conservative activist and a bit of a TikTok influencer in his own right and has in the past been publicly supportive of his father's campaign, though clearly this is a strained relationship. And that became all the more clear when Christian Walker took to Twitter last night and went directly after his father's credibility. He said his father is not a, quote, family man, and that he and his mother had to move over six times in six months to run from Herschel Walker's violence. He then posted a couple of videos saying he was now done with his father and accused him again of repeatedly lying. Family values people, he has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. The abortion card drops yesterday, it's literally his handwriting in the car, they say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter, he lies about it. Everything has been a lie. When CNN reached out to the Walker campaign for a statement, the campaign pointed to a tweet from Herschel Walker on Monday night saying, quote, I love my son no matter what. In a staff call earlier today, Walker's campaign manager, Scott Paradise, described this allegation as a setback, according to a person familiar with Paradise's remarks on this staff call, but also pointed out that the campaign has seen a surge in fundraising since the Daily Beast story first appeared. And we saw Republicans move quickly today to rally around Herschel Walker. He was at a Prayer Warriors for Herschel campaign event today in Atlanta. Ralph Reed, the social conservative activist and leader, was there supporting Walker, of course. And he had this to say to reporters. Uh, This latest personal attack against Herschel Walker uh, is unlikely to resonate with voters in Georgia. I think voters are far more likely to vote based on inflation, the economy, uh, high gas prices, crime, and Raphael Warnock's voting record. Rick Scott, the chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee, was out with a statement standing arm in arm with Walker and basically attacking Democrats for having, quote, cranked up the smear machine. Quote, they know they are on the verge of losing the Senate, Scott said in his statement. Donald Trump also strongly supported 
his candidate Herschel Walker in this moment. In a statement, he said, quote, Herschel has properly denied the charges against him, and I have no doubt he is correct. They are trying to destroy a man who has true greatness in his future. Walker's Democratic opponent, the incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock, sidestepped questions about the Daily Beast report specifically and how it may affect the race, but clearly turned his answer, you'll hear, into an opportunity to reassert their differences on the issue of abortion. This was Raphael Warnock last night at a campaign event in Dunwoody, Georgia. I'll let the pundits uh, decide how they think it will impact the race. But I have been consistent in my view that a patient's room is too narrow and cramped a space for a woman, her doctor, and the government. Uh, I support reproductive choice. My opponent, on the other hand, is talking about a nationwide ban. But for the most part, it's worth noting, Democrats have been largely muted here. They see this as a Herschel Walker problem and one that obviously is causing Republicans to scramble to rally around him and figure out a path forward and trying to prevent this incident from derailing the Walker campaign. This is a razor thin race. And as I said at the top, it really could determine which party controls the United States Senate. And in fact, if neither candidate gets to 50 percent on November 8th, we're going to be in a Georgia runoff in early December. So perhaps control of the Senate will have to wait until then to be determined. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.